Welcome to God's Toolbox, the Bible. Here we connect the dots between God's Word and your real life experiences, challenges, and successes. Join us as we all get closer to living out God's purposes and His abundant life designed just for us. God bless you. Welcome to our noonday service this afternoon. I'm so glad that you have joined us. It's another beautiful day, and we are glad to be together to worship the Lord in spirit and in truth. Let us pray. Lord, we thank you for this day. We thank you for this time together. We thank you, Lord, that you have orchestrated this so that we can come together and worship you, give you all the glory, honor, and praise that you are so worthy of. We pray right now, Lord, that you would be with the families in need right now. We pray, we call the name of Sister uh, Henrietta Small Lee and her family from the passing of her husband, Lord. We ask that you be with them. Lord, we um, we pray for the Rayner family. We pray for the family of young brother T.J. Timms. Lord, we pray for the Massey family and their passing of um, brother Larry Massey um, and just so many others that we don't know to call. But Lord, you know who those people are. We know you know that they are sick among us and we pray for their healing, Lord. We pray for... Um, uh, Brother Modesto um, uh, Alvarez, and we pray for um, Sister Ozella Woodbury and, and um, Sister uh, Gussie Fox, Lord, and so many others. And we ask that you be with each one of us in our issues and challenges and as we go about our daily lives and daily duties and as we celebrate this season of Advent, Lord, we ask that you help us to remember that you are large and in charge. And this season is not about us. It's all about you. We thank you. We praise you. We ask your Holy Spirit to come into this place today to teach us, to give us wisdom, to help us grow and be better. These things we ask in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Today, um, our word is going to be short. I um feel like I've been running this morning because um, I had a previous engagement with the retired educators and we had a wonderful uh, Christmas celebration this morning. And so I'm, um, I'm still uh, basking in that. And now um, for our noonday service, I'm glad to be with you all. So if you will turn with me or get your devices and I'm going to be coming from John chapter 12, John chapter 12, and I'll be reading verses 20 and 21, John chapter 12, verses 20 and 21. And this is what the word says. Now, 
Now there were some Greeks among those who went up to worship at the festival. They came to Philip, who was from Bethsaida in Galilee, with a request. Sir, they said, we would like to see Jesus. So I'd like to use for a subject this afternoon, to see Jesus, to see Jesus. You know, so many times when we're doing something, putting on a project or an event, we cloud the main thing, the main purpose of that with other lesser important things. But I was reminded just yesterday that we need to keep the main thing, the main thing. In the case of church, and many times when we deal with other people, trying to help them in times of need, the main thing is Jesus, because he's the one that can control all things. He's the one that can help and make all things better. So in our text today, we see after Jesus's entry into Jerusalem. So he has come into Jerusalem on a donkey and they put down palm branches and so forth. It's often called the triumphal entry. And probably the disciples are there and they're kind of like gatekeeping, watching who sees Jesus and who gets to talk to him. And some Greeks, people that are not of the Jewish faith, not ones that we would normally consider disciples of Jesus. They approach the disciples, particularly Philip, and they ask to see Jesus. Now you think about that for a moment. They didn't ask to see any of the disciples, the followers of Jesus. They didn't ask for Lazarus who had been raised from the dead or any of the other people who had been involved in any of Jesus's great miracles. They didn't ask for any of the priests or the teachers of the temple or, you know, leaders in the church, but they asked to see Jesus. A lot of times people who seek help, they don't need a lecture from us about how they need to handle their money better or pity. Poor you, born in such lowly conditions or even a testimony from us of how we made it out or how we things were turned around for us. But what they really need is Jesus. So today, the word that the Lord has given me is that there are three points, and then we'll be done, about Jesus. Three points. Point number one is that know and realize that what people are really seeking, what they really need, is Jesus. And oftentimes the reason they come to you or the reason you're in position or place 
is because you are the means by which they see and find Jesus. I preached about Zacchaeus, the tax collector, who was a short man, and he heard that Jesus was coming by. And so he climbed up in a sycamore tree in order to see Jesus. And for a lot of people, we are the sycamore tree that helps people see Jesus. That's our purpose. We're there to do that. We're almost like the, 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 the John the Baptist in their lives to prepare the way for the coming Messiah. We are not the person. We're not their savior. We're not the one that they seek. We only point the way to Jesus. But we need to be doing that. That's what we're there for. That's our purpose. To show Jesus to other people. That's point number one. And point number two is that we need to be a good ambassador, an advocate for Jesus. We don't need to cloud the way, but we need to light the way, light the path. We have been mantled for a purpose for such a time as this. Remember when Mordecai, Esther's uncle, told her? He said, said the Jews need you. Who knows if you haven't been placed in position in the king's palace for such a time as this, but if you don't use this opportunity, salvation will come to the Jews in some other way. God's going to use somebody, but don't think you're going to be saved in that because you're a Jew like the rest of us. So when we look around at how things are today and we talk about how bad society is and how lazy the younger generation is and how people don't love each other like they should, what's our part in that? Perhaps we need to do more be better ambassadors for Jesus Christ. We've been put in position for such a time as this to do the work of the Lord. Many are called, but few are chosen. And if you've been chosen for this work, you need to be about God's business. So point number one, know and realize that it's Jesus that people seek. And number two, be that good ambassador for Jesus. And then point number three, when you have preached to others,
Don't lose your way. Remember, God does not require or desire sacrifice, but a penitent and obedient heart. That's what God wants. Obedience is better than sacrifice. Sometimes we put ourselves out there and we try to do this and we try to do that and we do all these things and then we get our feelings hurt because people don't respond to us the way we think they should because we sacrificed ourselves giving this present and giving that one and doing this and that for other people. Trying to, to, to get some extra credit points from God. No, obedience is better than sacrifice. We need to keep our heart postured to God and listen to him. Let his Holy Spirit guide us as to what we say and what we do. That's the word on today. The word is that people need Jesus in their lives. And we who know him and the power of his resurrection, we have a responsibility to show him to other people, to point the way, to light the path for them to see Jesus as well. And then not get the big head about it, but be humble and obedient and willing to be used by God so that when we preach to other people, we ourselves don't lose our way. Sir, we would like to see Jesus. That's the cry of society today. People are saying this. Not, not in those words, but in other ways. They are saying it every day, all around you. Somebody's saying to you that they would like to see Jesus. Remember, don't get it twisted. It's not about you, but it's all about him. God bless you. Let us pray. Lord, we thank you for your word today that reminds us that we were mantled with a purpose and that purpose is to glorify you, to honor you, and it's bigger than just about us. But it's about all those that we influence, that we touch, that our lives connect with. It's about them as well. Help us, Lord, to be your conduit. Use us as your instrument that we can show you to others. 
so that when people look upon us, they don't see us, but they see you. Help us, Lord, to be your instruments. These things we ask and pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I hope the word has been powerful. And as the scripture says, it will not return into the Lord void, but it will accomplish that for which it was purposed. I hope you are enjoying your season of Advent. And remember, Jesus is the reason for the season. Now unto him who is able to keep you from falling and to present you faultless before the presence of his glory with exceeding joy, to the only wise God, our Savior, be glory, majesty, dominion, and power, both now and forevermore. Let us all say, Amen. God bless you. Go and be great for God.